Before we get going today, a little bit of a disclaimer. This program is not, never has been, and probably will never be funded or sponsored by Cody CC. Good morning to you. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up daily shots of Steelers and Pirates. But the CC train must roll on with this particular program because it remains a problem without a solution. And even though that's something that I've been discussing here ad nauseum for months, ever since CC was allowed to leave and sign with the Oilers, it still felt like it was kind of confirmed the other night by Mike Sullivan when he was asked what exactly the setup is right now for the Penguins to replace him and specifically whether or not he sees any kind of internal camp battle between a couple of guys or or however. I think that there, you know, and I've said this to the to the players on the first day of training camp that uh, you know the nature of pro sports is that nothing is inevitable, and so you've got to earn you got to earn it every day, and and that's that's how we look at it. And from a coaching staff standpoint, we're going to try to put a roster on the ice or a lineup on the ice that gives us the best chance to win. And that's the question that we ask ourselves. That's a question that I always pose to the staff, and then we drill down into details and we try to answer those questions. So. Um, you know, there's opportunity here in, in all the positions, and we're looking for guys that that can step up, that can fill roles for us, and 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 can help this team win win hockey games. So, um, you know, I think that that position on the blue line, you know, we have some established defensemen. I think I'm stating the obvious when I say that, and, and um, but there are there are opportunities elsewhere. You know, we have some established forwards. Um, in, that are in the same position, but there are opportunities elsewhere at the at the forward position. So, um, you know, everybody's going to have an opportunity to show what they can do to try to make this team, and we're going to have some difficult decisions moving forward. Well, that's an interesting answer because the norm with this type of situation is to say, well, we have two or three guys that are kind of in that mix right now, but he didn't do that. He made it sound, and I'm underscoring sound, as if all the positions are open. And, and they're not. He he did throw in a couple of qualifiers there. My guess is that Chris Letang is going to make the roster. In fact, the whole thing is kind of set up. I mean, it's Letang and Brian Dumoulin as the top pair. It's John Marino and Marcus Pedersen as the next pair. And it's... Somebody fill in the blank and Mike Matheson as the third pair. Matheson's a lefty, so logic would dictate that you'd want a righty. The problem is, this camp doesn't have a whole heck of a lot of those. And the ones that it has aren't all that exciting. My choice, as I've made clear for a while now, would be Chad Ruedel. He's not spectacular, he's not flashy, he's not as good as CeCe, but he's reliable and he's the kind of guy who could maybe help Matheson. I was about to say be more grounded, but it's the exact opposite. 
what you actually want from Matheson is to go loco, you know, and make sure that you have someone covering whenever he does. Ruedel is plenty humble enough to do something like that. Who else is left that's right-handed? Mark Friedman. There's another one. Friedman was asked uh, after playing in that exhibition game Monday night his thoughts on replacing CC. Yeah, absolutely. Um, obviously, Cody's a really good hockey player and um, wouldn't have signed for what he signed for if he wasn't. So um, there's some big shoes to fill there if I ever get the uh, opportunity to do that. And um, if it comes, I'm just going to play my game and um, play fast and hard hockey and um, be a pest out there and be someone that the other teams don't like to play against. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Visit pittsburghfoodbank.org to find out how you can make a difference, how $1 from you is all it takes to produce five full meals. pittsburghfoodbank.org There isn't the solution here. It's, it's not Ruedel and it's not Friedman especially if Pierre-Olivier Joseph continues to look like one of the better defensemen in the core, regardless of his age, regardless of what side of the rink he plays on. You want, no, 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 you need youth on this team. Why would you be burying POJ? I mean, I guess anything's possible because Yuso Rikola, who's, not exactly young, but he's hardly old, has been similarly buried despite flashing over significant stretches in the NHL some superlative advanced analytics. Yuso can really, really motor. By the way, Yuso showed that Monday night, I thought, against the Blue Jackets, in particular in the offensive zone. He certainly looked a lot better than Friedman did. But not, none of these are, are really answers. You're still sitting on a whole bunch of left-handed defensemen, and unless there's an injury, and of course defensemen do get hurt more than forwards do, there's not going to be any making sense of this. There just isn't. Unless, unless, you know, you're going for some kind of trade that none of us can currently envision. Like... Oh, I'm going to throw these out kind of recklessly, but don't read anything into them. It's not anything that I've heard. But if it were someone like Dumoulin, who has a higher-priced contract, he's older, um, he's been here, he's won championships, he's going to have some value to him. And if you can have Latang and POJ together, oh, wait, you've had Latang and POJ together already in this camp. So, you know, you can do stuff like that. You can also look at the mainstay, and that is always Marcus Pedersen. Because Jim Rutherford gave Pedersen a pretty healthy contract where he's getting around $4 million a year. And although he's young and you wouldn't want to move him, you're probably going to have a fairly easy time having someone take the contract. I don't think you're going to get a whole lot back not in the current economic environment, but you can get someone to take the contract, and then at least the core starts looking like it makes a little bit of sense. You know what else would have achieved that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
keeping one player and not bothering with this weirdness, this Danton Heinen nonsense, who, by the way, he was just invisible Monday night. When we come back, just one question. Welcome back. It's time for Just One Question. That's brought to you always on this program by Fubo TV. The monthly cost of cable is over 200 bucks. Fubo TV is 65 bucks a month to watch all the same channels, including AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. And right now, Fubo TV is offering our listeners the seven-day free trial and 15% off your first month. Go to FuboTV.com slash DK. Our J1Q comes from John, who asks... After covering so many Pirates spring training, so many Steelers training camps, and so many Penguins preseasons, which one of the three tells you the most about the team and is the best predictor of future success? Man, way to lay it on this early in the day. The reflexive answer here, John, is to say spring training because there's 30 games which is nuts that they do that, but that's what grapefruit ball is. You see so, so much. Now, even then, it's grossly misleading when it comes to the Pirates because they're playing in Bradenton, which is a really windy area, and everybody hits a bunch of homers, so you don't know what you're watching. Steelers training camp, you can judge almost entirely on health. If they make it through healthy, then you're feeling pretty good about them. If they don't, you're not looking all that much at performance because the exhibition games in the NFL are just, it's all scrubs with very, very few exceptions. The Penguins preseason, whew, this one is, is the toughest of the three. They only play the six games. They really mean nothing. I mean, they're awful hockey. Anyone who was inside PPG Paints Arena who watched that if that was their first experience to this beautiful game, they'll never, ever, ever go back. It's just, it, it's pointless and unattractive, okay? <laughs> There's nothing to be called from it, including really from any kind of uh, analytical standpoint. And I, I did, you know, take a shot here or there at Friedman or... I did a, a column for DK Pittsburgh Sports about how awesome Kasperi Kapanen was and stuff like that. But that's taking these guys and watching them almost in isolation as if they're all by themselves on a Petri dish. It's not about the overall thing. You don't gain much from it. When I'm looking specifically at hockey and what will stand out the most for me that resonates into the season, it's goaltending goaltending a goaltender can get himself sharp in a training camp in a preseason and get himself really really ready for what's to come in that opener and by the way when they don't it tends to go very very poorly in that opener you might recall the way Tristan Jari started out last year in Philadelphia now, this year, he and the Penguins are starting out with two games in Florida, the first of which will be against 
the defending Stanley Cup champs on a banner-raising night, and the next will be against an almost equally tough Panthers team across the state. That's 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 going to be something. Even if they split those games, meaning Jari and Casey DeSmith, they're both in for a huge challenge and maybe a really, really rough ride if they don't find a way to get themselves all geared up in these otherwise meaningless preseason games. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everybody listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. Let's do it again tomorrow. Tomorrow.